Hubhopper Originals. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to a brand new episode on Being Miraculous. Today, we're going to be delving into something very close to my heart with someone very special. Today, we are going to be talking about hitting reset with a digital detox. We're going to be sharing things about how important it is to take a break from social media and the excessive screen time to connect deeper with oneself. And I have with me Nata, a spiritual life coach, mentor, healer and teacher based out of Jerusalem, Israel. I came across Nata on Instagram and she has amazing content if you've not read it yet. But um, that's how we connected and we realized we both are quite passionate about taking time off from social media, ironically. And that's what got us here. So hi, Nata. Thank you so much for coming on board. Hi. It's super great to have you here. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. So today, Nata and I wanted to discuss digital detox with you. Coincidentally, Nada, I actually read that the average adult screen time today is 11 hours. Yeah. 11 hours. And that is TV, laptop, mobile phones. And I'm pretty sure with the pandemic, that number must be way, way higher because all we do today Absolutely. is look at screens. Right? Yeah. So I think now is the best time probably. But before we go into all of that, um, maybe we can start with what does digital detox mean for you? Um, so for me, I have like two different kinds of detox. Okay. So there is the, um, the one that I do every week where I just, just turn off all my electronics, no phone, no computer, no TV, nothing. And mm-hmm. this is, um, repetitive. So like every week, just everything is off, everything is gone and I'm just completely enjoying whatever is planned, whatever is happening. This is like a real detox, like zero digital stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's another one, which I feel is a bit harder where I'll take a month and I am off social media. So there is a social media detox and it is long. Yeah. A month. (laughs) Um, this I do like once a year, more or less. And the social media detox is basically what it says, right? No Facebook, no Instagram, uh, which mm-hmm. is tricky because my whole business runs over Instagram. But yeah. yes, but I still allow myself WhatsApp. You know, I have a means of communication with my friends, my close ones, uh, my family. But I also try to limit this um, as much as possible. So maybe like an hour a day and mm-hmm. checking the screen time and the detox time and all of that. So this is what it means for me. I have like these different, have the digital detox and social media detox. Right. Interesting. Uh, well, I think I also do the no electronics, no devices for a whole week, like once about once a year. 
I think this idea of actually doing a no device detox once a week sounds very interesting. Uh, just no devices, no screen time, and and what got you, uh, you know, started on actually wanting this digital detox the first time around? Yeah, so um, I think it comes there. There always comes a time for everyone where they're just super overwhelmed with all of this stuff, and yeah. uh, as you're well aware, it has. It's wearing down your mental health and your mood. It has such an effect on you. And for me, it just felt like I'm being overwhelmed. I'm being bombarded with information, with opinions. And there are like thousands of people walking through my head every single day, uh, only through opening an app or two. And it was just too much. And I became conscious of it. I became aware that um, it's affecting me more than I, I like I wish and I feel like there, it's these voices were so loud and I barely was able to hear myself and so I was mm-hmm. like okay so let's uh, just let's just cut it out and see how I feel um, and back then I had a little illustration business on Instagram and that required me required a lot of screen time and it was a bit hard because I said, when I go in, I go all in. And so I went all into 30 days the first time around. And I was a bit scared. But spoiler alert, nothing happened. Nothing nothing (laughs) happened. Um, And it was incredible. But yeah, the overwhelm got me into it. Right, right. And and I think what you brought out was so beautiful, right? That you did have that digital business running as well. I think that's the first excuse when all of us say that, you know, we yeah. have businesses running on social media. We have brands to build. Like I also run a content firm, which means I need to be on social media quite often, whether I like it or not, right? And we often say that is the excuse yeah. uh, to not go offline. Uh, so how did you manage that despite having that digital illustration business and going offline? Yeah, so back then um, I had no solutions, Back then, I was just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, <laughs> this is more important to me than um, being present on social media. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just said, look, this is it. I have only one life and I'm not going to I'm not going to prioritize the wrong things. I want to set the priorities straight. So this was so cold turkey, no preparation, no anything. But mm-hmm. this time around, I have more knowledge and I would, uh, when I do this dig- digital detox, um, I would just go, like there, there are apps that can help you prepare content in advance and just pre-plan it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if someone has a digital like business or needs to keep up with a digital presence, I would just tell them to do this. Like, if this is so important, if it's crucial... Yeah, but mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not crucial. It's like really not crucial. There is this YouTuber um, who did a whole month and he has like a lot of followers. His whole business is based on YouTube, Instagram, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt, Matt Diavella, I'm sure many okay. people know him. Um, right. He also went a one month uh, off social media and... Actually, he saw a spike in, in uh, his like engagement, a spike in his um, in followers and all of that, even though he did nothing, you know. Mm. So but. it's really, 
It's really, it really depends on um, how you want to create, like what kind of detox you want to do, first of all, and also how you want to manage it. Do you really not want to think about it at all? So pre-plan all the content and just let it be. Right. And I think what you said is absolutely do right? We just uh, overemphasize the importance of all of these little things and we kind of forget that life exists beyond that in reality too. And we yeah. just sort of merge everything together and say, torment ourselves more. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one of the first things that you said in terms of what got you into going into a detox, right? You said, you know, you couldn't hear your own voice, right? Because yeah. You're just bombarded with so much information, more than you ask for. And whether you like it or not, you're at the receiving end of so many triggers. So how did it feel the first time you did cold turkey digital detox? Uh, oh, man, I wish I wish all my detoxes would feel like the first one, honestly. <laughs> um, it was so good. It was Is so it? good. Yeah, I I remember like waking up in the morning and being like, I have, I don't have to post today. I don't have to do anything today. No effort, <laughs> just enjoying my day. No Instagram, no Insta stories, no nothing. No, <laughs> like, no distractions. I was feeling so good. My creativity obviously blossomed in this time. But I remember being so present. It was just wow. such a, such a blessing to delete all of these apps from my phone. It was like an, it <laughs> felt like an inner decluttering. Um, and I, like the first time around, it felt just really, really good. Really good. Interesting. Interesting. I think the first time I did a digital detox, my fingers automatically used to go to where the apps were, Uh the ones that I deleted, Yeah, you know, because you're, you're so unconscious in the behavior of picking up your phone, checking those places. Um, I really had to delete the apps and like, you know, do force myself to be away from it. Yeah. Uh, but but I get that feeling of be, feeling that presence, like that you're not distracted, you're not being pulled away in 500 different directions when you're just there. And suddenly you realize you have so much time in the, in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. never even realize how much time goes into each of these apps. It is insane. It is insane. Like, I don't know about you, but people need to check um, their screen time. Um, on the iPhone, it's like built in that you can see how much you spend on every app. And I have just blocked Instagram. I blocked Instagram. I limited my daily Instagram intake to one hour. It doesn't always wow. work, but it happens so quickly that I get a notification. That's it. You had your hour. Sometimes it's like even before 12, uh, before noon. You know, <laughs> this is just insane. Um, these apps, they suck us in. They're like literally built for it. Um, uh, really recommend, by the way, this documentary uh, on Netflix. What is it called? Social Dilemma. Yeah, Social Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. it explains it beautifully. Um, how we, it's just simply built. Like we're, we're machines that are being studied. and Yeah, we are the product when it's free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's incredible, really, how how good Instagram and Facebook works in sucking us into the rabbit holes. And we have to reclaim our power. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, when I started checking my screen time, I was absolutely shocked the first yeah. time around in terms of how many hours just went away because it doesn't feel like it because you're just checking every five, 10 minutes. It doesn't feel like too long. 
uh, but when they all add up and also uh, you know there's this uh, I'm I'm doing a lot of work in terms of understanding deep focus and deep work and uh trying to avoid distractions and uh I read a study somewhere that said that if you're distracted once it takes 23 minutes for your brain to focus back again. Wow, interesting. So we might be distracted for a second or two or it could be just a email notification that's popping up on your phone. Yeah. Uh but you essentially lose focus for the next 25 minutes because that's how much time your brain needs to get back if it is something that requires deep work. Yeah. Yeah. This is really extra this is incredibly interesting all of this information because this is stuff that we can actually use in our daily life. So, oh, there's also another study that um says that if your phone is clo- the closer your phone, actually the proximity of your phone, you don't even have to check it makes you less focused. So, there were people um in different kind of rooms and some people had their phone on the desk, some people had it like far away and some had it in a different room. And the best test right. results were um always from the people who had their phone in a different room. So Absolutely. when I know Absolutely. I have to deeply focus on something, just lock my phone away. Right, right. No, so I think even I've been experimenting that because obviously when the phone is near you, you have the tendency of picking it up and checking yeah. and you lose a little bit of focus. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do is like put my phone on charge in the middle of the day. Right so the plug point and I put it up somewhere far away in a different room and then I I I'm I'm lazy enough right you're not going to get up and go pick <laughs> the phone from the other room right yeah. so you're going to sit and focus on what you have at hand yeah. but but yeah that's that's absolutely true and I think uh, one of the best things about uh, for me at least in terms of just taking time away from the digital devices is just to get in touch with your thoughts Yeah. Uh, because so many times we have no idea what we are feeling or thinking, and we just get pulled in different directions based on everything that we read. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just just in terms of that, have you ever felt that difference in terms of just connecting with your emotions? Um, yeah, what I felt though in the recent detoxes is that we are kind of habituated to being distracted, and so even if we don't have social media on our phones, if we delete all the apps, we'll find other ways to be distracted from our thoughts because we never learn how to really sit with it. True, true. And yeah, so this is something that whether you're doing a detox or not, you just have to develop a habit of actually sitting with your thoughts and being comfortable in the moments even if it is uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, yeah, true, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting that apparently this addiction to screens is also linked to the rise in anxiety and depression in our generation. And what are your thoughts on that? Have you have you felt that that it takes a toll on your mental health as well um so like for me personally i think i have um early enough developed like good skills in managing um the whole mind games of instagram so the whole comparison traps the whole rabbit holes the like oh um i'm not good enough like i'm not as good as this person so you know maybe i have to do this i have to do that like it's just crazy it's madness what's happening on there and i'm just really reminding myself that this is not real life this is not real life and i'm i think i created good um good boundaries for myself with this whole things that affect mental health in general but when i talk to other people i see how it does have a crazy effect it's not only the not only the cliche things of uh, the highlight reels right how people are only seeing the positive the good right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's not Absolutely. only that there is so much more that is so damaging plus 
just the fact that you're staring at a screen for so many hours a day and are not actually experiencing mm -hmm. life, like life doesn't happen there. It's not there. You can get beautiful information from there. You can get beautiful tools, but if you don't live them in your life, what what you gonna do? You know what you gonna get? It's no life. True. True. I mean, even if you were to just go out and walk in the road, you'll see how many people are just into the screens, right? You barely have eye contact with yeah. people anymore. Yeah. It's all of us. <laughs> and if you do, people think you're weird. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So I usually have this habit of going for morning walks, and I try to be like device-free when I do that. Yeah. And people just wonder, like, oh, what are you walking without anything in your ears, or you don't have a screen in your hand? People just look at you like you're crazy, right? Yeah, it's, it's almost like you're walking around naked, right? You know, you don't have your phone with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really, um, it's this is something that I actually noticed when I used to take the train on this detox days in Germany. Um, and everyone is on a phone or like busy with something and I was just sitting there nothing on me and I was I felt like an alien <laughs> true true I'm pretty sure people will feel that way yeah but uh, no we all we all probably know what is the positive aspects to having a digital detox but did you face any resistance when you did like the first 30 days of no social media so as I said before the first 30 days were easy peasy i didn't want to stop actually i wanted to do it longer <laughs> that oh, first time okay. yeah i felt really good uh not having to use social media but then the other times that i did the detox i did feel a resistance i did feel um i was always proud to say that i don't have uh, fomo um <laughs> and i did actually feel on the other times that i'm missing out on something that i'm missing out on news maybe missing out on on something where i should that i should be aware of you know so weird but i did have this stuff come up and that created a resistance for me um of maybe someone messaged me something maybe there's something urgent maybe the, you know the mind is just making up stuff absolutely to to pull you back into it but Email still exists. Yeah, I have a website, you know, people can contact me. Right, so, right. so yeah, that's definitely a point of resistance for me. Right, right. I think resistance for me was uh, mainly in terms of, you know, habitual because you're yeah. constantly in touch. So you're constantly checking. And when you lock your WhatsApp and you lock your Instagram and things like that, you're wondering, is something happening? Yeah, I think, I think FOMO is one of those things, but... You also suddenly feel that anxiety, right? Like you're not connected anymore. Uh, at least the first couple of times I really felt that. Uh, especially when I stopped WhatsApp too. Not for social media per yeah. se, but when I stopped WhatsApp too and emails, um, you know, you really get panicky. Yeah. 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 What's going on and things like that. But you, you overcome it, I guess, the more number of times you do it, you realize when you truly realize actually nothing happened. All the time that you left your phone away, uh, I guess you sort of get used to that feeling of not being controlled by that phone or your habits. Totally. Yeah, I think we have to like write a letter to our future selves when we get anxiety to read that. Chill out, man. Nothing's going to happen. We Absolutely were there before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just like probably paste it on top of our desk and say yeah. that every, every time you panic, just just go back there. Yeah. Interesting. So I think when you were started off, you mentioned that, you know, there are two kinds of detoxes that you do. One was the digital detox once a week and the social media detox. Mm -hmm. What do you think uh, listeners should start with? Or what are the ways in which listeners can do a digital detox? 
Okay, so in my personal opinion, the full detox, um, completely nothing, no digital things at all is an incredible way to start. Um, like maybe do it for half a day, maybe do it for a full day. You don't have to go do a full day if you don't want, but to do it for a whole day is a bit easier because you know, today is that kind of day. You're not like waiting for like the, for noon or for 5 p.m. to, to take your phone and be like super stressed. You have a whole right. day where you can chill. And mm -hmm. what you will find is that, uh, you're gonna, go back into the flow of life and like really reconnect to yourself and thoughts are going to come up you're going to see wow there's so much more to do in this life other than <laughs> your phone other than being glued to your phone there's so much to read to do, discover to write to see you know and Absolutely. this these days are days of inspiration for me like where i really get inspired for new projects new content new ways of service you know like Or just for myself, just how can I be creative? What painting should I do now next, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think this is a very easy way because it's so simple. Just turn everything off and that's it and enjoy life for a day. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think I'm going to definitely try that at least once a week. I think I usually do it once a year, the whole seven days of uh, no digital mm -hmm. devices, but maybe shorter doses of it might actually feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Um, it well, I used to not do it every week, but now um, I've done it for, I don't know, six years or something <laughs> every week. And it's I cannot imagine not, not having that day in my life. Six years? That's a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's honestly, this is like one of the best decisions I've made in my entire life. It's a small one, but it, it is one of the most impactful ones, definitely. Right, right. And talking about doing it for six years, Nata, I think the first thing, uh, you know, people, you know, do it once or twice, you know, they like the idea and they are fancy about it and mm -hmm. they, you know, they do it once or twice and then they don't want to consistently maintain it because your brain again goes back to saying, oh, what good did come out of first time you did it? Yeah. Or hundreds of other things saying today you're bet much better off. You're not addicted to your phone and things like that. So what would you tell listeners to actually consistently keep to a practice of digital detox? Um, so for me, it just became a second nature. Um, and I think there are people who are really fine with without any digital detox. There are people who are really aware of their screen time. There are people who are really, you know, conscious about it. It's not a big deal for them to put away their phone. Yeah. People like that mm -hmm. exist. I can't <laughs> um, imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, but there are people who like just cannot control themselves uh, with uh, the digital stuff. And I also count to those people sometimes that I'm just so obsessively using it um, that I found for me is just good. And I think the, the regular practice is just a very simple thing to do. You know, like if you have that set in your calendar every week or every month, you know, do 12 days in the whole year, it's nothing. But okay. if you, If you set it for yourself, if you stick to it, um, it's very easy because you don't have to remember any rules. You don't have to remember anything. Let's think about it. Just do it one day. Everything's off. I put it in your calendar and and it's done. Mm. So, And you do still run a digital business, right? So how do you manage that despite taking a day off without any devices? Oh, I mean, everyone has a weekend, right? Like it's always on the day where I don't work. Um, okay. and I think 
It's really important if you have a digital business to set boundaries, especially because it's digital, because you can work from any time, from anywhere. Um, and it would be just really irresponsible for your mental health to work without boundaries. Absolutely, absolutely. I always have clients saying, surely this won't take more than a couple of hours. Why don't you just complete it? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you really have to say that, no, there are, there are ways in which the creativity can actually happen and it's not something that can... You need that rest as much as you need that creative work. Absolutely, yeah. So, any else that you would like to share uh, with our listeners on Digital Detox, Nata? Yeah, I would just say um, this one thing from my personal experience that... I am, I am really a podcast listener. I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts, especially like yours, where you have a lot of actionable uh, tools and information and things you can implement into your life. And in the past, I found that I have just listened. I was inspired, and I haven't acted on it. And then, uh. why are you listening? To, why are you listening to these things? Like, why are you reading these books if you're not implementing them? It's like knowledge that you carry, but it's it's wasted if you're not using it. Um, and I really, really encourage you, whoever is listening to really try to actually do one day or half a day of a digital detox, full digital detox, turn off all your devices and just do it and see how you're going to feel and do this experiment. It's fun to experiment. <laughs> I'm going to trim this section and append it to all my podcast episodes going forward. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But but I think that's a that's a beautiful thing, right? I mean, we all have this habit of accumulating information and knowledge, and we never act on it. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's a beautiful message. So I hope I hope our listeners do it, and I'm definitely going to try it and let you know how that works for me. Awesome. At least once a week, let me do that. Cool. So so for all of you who are listening, actually, uh, Nata has started her own podcast as well called Fuck Yes. Yeah. So if you would like to listen to more of what Nata has to say, you have one whole podcast channel dedicated to it. Do you want to share something about what the podcast is about, Nata? Yeah, well, the Fuck Yes podcast, um, I named it that way to represent what it's going to be all about. I'm going to share all the tools about spirituality, self-development, so you can create a life that feels like a fuck yes. Or you can look around <laughs> at your life and be like, damn, I love it. So... That's what the podcast is about. The first episode is out. It's, it's about creating your own perfect, beautiful, magical morning ritual. Right, right. I think I love the emotion that embodies the podcast name. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely love the sound of it. I'm going to oh, check thank that out you. for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nada, for being here. And I really hope that the listeners are going to try out this digital detox and benefit from it and actually connect with themselves on a deeper level. Thank you so much for taking time out and sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, I'm pretty sure my listeners are going to be pumped at hearing that. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun to talk to you and to chat about this topic that I'm so passionate about. Right, right. And I hope we can stay connected for six years. And I'll tell you that six years ago, this happened. And <laughs> yes. And I'm yes. right there now. And I can feel you like completely. Awesome. I wish. Let's do this. Yes. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Nara. Thank you. Thank you.
इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट